Hi, welcome to another episode of Paul Tom Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paulton. We've got friend of the show, Fred Dostal from Analog Devices here. He's a, a friend of mine as well, and we love to talk about stuff. But today we're going to talk about energy harvesting. Isn't that right, Fred? Yes, that's right. Hello, Alex. Thanks for having me again. Oh, please. I love having you on the show, especially to talk about areas as important as energy harvesting, because when you just think of everything from uh, wireless smartphone apps to intelligent lighting that saves energy to uh, sensor systems, I mean, literally the list is endless when you start talking about taking harvested energy and reapplying it to systems. Yeah, I completely agree because um, there seems to be a lot of interest in the industry and not only in industrial or instrumentation kind of applications like building, automation, security and surveillance, but there's also a lot of interest coming from consumer applications like wearable devices, you know, for, for sports people to have sensors in their shoes, for example, but then also healthcare, home healthcare. So it's really, there are lots of different applications that are just getting started right now. So, so I think it's an exciting topic. Well, I do as well. So now, obviously, harvested energy, you know, and we have an engineering community listening, so it's not like they don't get the concepts. We're talking about taking energy from either vibrational sources or heat sources or light sources or even microwave sources and converting that into energy. But, I mean, the energy is there. That's not the hard part, right? Right. I mean, the energy is there. The, the difficult part really is to convert the energy into a, a usable form as in a voltage um, some, some system can work with. So that's really the skill behind it and the difficulty. Exactly, exactly. Because, well, and, and it's also a, a, a measure of uh, conversion technology, but also management because it's a variable power source. It's not like you're volt awkward voltage coming in and it's an awkward voltage going out. It's a variable voltage possibly and variable current definitely coming in and who knows what needs to come out the other side. Yeah, so it's, it really is the challenge in these kind of systems when you look at, at power management really are somewhat different um, than challenges you see in other fields of the uh, you know, power management applications. Usually in many power, most power management applications, you would look at highest power efficiency, maybe also um, solution size and these kind of things. Now, when it comes to energy harvesting, we also look for very high efficiency, but there's something else to it. You really look for very, very low quiescent current um, and, and power consumption of the whole power conversion bit, but also of the um, power distribution bit within such a system. So, so in other words, if you have some sort of solar cell, for example, some photovoltaic um, that's using the light as an energy source, um, in an indoor application. So you just have a light bulb or something shining on a device and you would like to use that energy to power your sensor or your system. Now, in such a, a light source condition, you have to, most of the day or many times, um, the, the, the light source isn't really optimum. For example, mm -hmm. you have a sensor in a hallway or something. And for some of the time, the light is turned on, and for a lot of the time, the light isn't really turned on, or there's some daylight coming through the window, which is partially there, but not really at a, at a peak. Um, and then you have to deal with these situations and get the most energy out of such a situation as somehow possible. 
and that's really the biggest challenge. And um, to achieve the, the maximum you know, power harvested in such conditions, what you're really looking for is very low quiescent current of the whole system or especially of the DC to DC converter bit, but also you're looking at um, operation at very, very low input source voltages so that you can start harvesting as soon as there's a little bit of light on your photovoltaic cell and um, you're still far away from the peak performance that system might have um, when the sun is really shining on it or, or you really have a, a bright light source hitting that photovoltaic cell. Mm-hmm. So now having this, you know, gone over all of that, obviously some, I wouldn't, think analog devices would be analog devices if they didn't have some device that addressed a lot of this, and you're going to probably tell us about that right now. I would love to. So um, we just released, actually it's a pre-release right now, of the ADP5090, which is an energy harvesting device, and it's pretty much a DC to DC converter, but it starts running at input voltages as low as 100 millivolts which is, is quite low, so you can start harvesting very, very um, uh, soon or, or very often, even when the um, ambient conditions aren't perfect. And um, it only consumes like 250 nanoamps in supply current, you know, which, is, which really makes it possible to run at really high efficiency at, um, in most cases or at very, very light, um, uh, low currents. And then something um, that, that is... Uh, really important with such a device, when you look at the DC to DC conversion bit, um, it's not like a DC to DC converter power management guys are usually used to um, because we're not controlling primarily the uh, fixed output voltage. What we are controlling is the amount of current we pull from the harvester itself, so the solar cell or the TEG, thermoelectric generator, so that you always run at the maximum um, power point, the peak power point, so that you get the most energy out of your harvester. And that pretty much means looking at the voltage you're getting and then um, pulling current so that you're at that um, you know, peak power point, operating in that peak power point. So, so it's somewhat different um, than a regular DC to DC conversion we're all used to. Right, right. Now, is this a family of devices or is this a single device? How is it presented? So, so this is a single device we just came out with. In the future, there will be additional devices, um, similar, but also improved. Um, and it's a combination, really, of the DC to DC converter bit I just uh, spoke about. But mm-hmm. it also additionally has the power management function to route the power to where it's needed in the system. And that's very important, especially if you have additionally a primary cell battery in your system or also an intermediate storage element like a super cap or a rechargeable battery to always make sure the power is flowing as needed in the most optimum way. And mm-hmm. if you didn't have that included in your um, you know, power device for the energy harvester, if you didn't have that included, you would need additional chips or additional components um, to implement that function. And in most applications, you you would need more components, but really they would consume their own quiescent current. And then you're adding up all this quiescent current of this control functionality, 
and uh, you, you get to a, a total power consumption, which is quite high just to manage the power. Now, having that all integrated in a clever way in one chip um, can help you to get the lowest quiescent current while still having all this functionality. There you go. Well, you know, and that's, that's the important thing, right? It's the integration. It's the, uh, you could almost say it's the conversion of functionalities is just getting better and better at the chip level. That's right. I mean, the, the integration really is a big part of it to get to a better, better quality system. But also, of course, most designers um, also appreciate uh, only having to use one IC rather than five or six different chips, you know, high side switches and things to route the power in, in, in the correct way. So it's really helping, helping um, to build small systems, but it's also helping to get uh, high quality systems as in having really low quiescent current. Well, and uh, that's important as well. But then again, the other side of that coin is, is as low a quiescent current it has and as high a performance it has and all the other beautiful aspects about it, it won't be as useful to the designer unless it has a robust and substantial support infrastructure. What kind of support do you offer yeah, so so we do partner with with a few um, vendors of um, harvesters themselves, so photovoltaic cell vendors and TG vendors. Um, generally, we do offer evaluation boards. You can order them um, online or through our distributors at this point. Um, and uh, with these systems, it's quite easy to get started because you have your eval board, you have a harvester, you, you plug it all together, um, you you start running it, and you can you know, see results right away and compare to other solutions on the market or compare to your, your own solution that you've been working with for a while, possibly. Um, so so that, that's one part of it. And then, of course, documentation and application notes and data sheets. And these things are um, available today. But um, as, as I mentioned earlier, um, the, the part is on pre-release. But um, as the, the final release approaches towards um, the, the end of this year, there will be even more um, collateral and support material to help the designer to get started with such a solution. Excellent. Well, you know, and that's the important thing as well, like I said, because unless you can properly implement the solution, even the best solution is not a complete solution. Yeah, it, it, this, this, is, this is right. Um, you know, generally, I think having the support infrastructure in place, especially with energy harvesting, is, is very important because... Um, as I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of interest from different kind of applications looking into energy harvesting. And mm-hmm. um, as this is a growing, you know, growing field, there aren't you know, that many engineers yet that are really experienced with that kind of technology. And so that's why I think it's especially important to have you know, support in place. Um, and, um, you know, to understand all the, or to teach designers all of these little you know, um, little features and functions that are important in such applications that typically aren't so important in other power management um, applications or DC to DC converter applications outside of energy harvesting. Exactly. But then again, um, I think as we move forward towards more um, smaller and more exotic storage, like maybe ultra caps instead of batteries or something like that, some of those things, especially the quiescent current aspect, will become mandatory in all devices, I think. 
Yeah, that, that, that's true. I think so also. I mean, you mentioned a really important point that um, we see a lot of development and um, yeah, achievements right now from the, the, the energy storing um, providers, the companies um, focusing on energy storage. We see a lot of startup companies that have an idea or some IP for um, interesting technology for the future. Um, mm-hmm. When you look at super cap type things, when you look at batteries, but also combinations of capacitors and batteries with all kinds of different chemistries combined into one component. So there's a lot of interesting things going on right now, and I think it's a it's an interesting um, you know field to be an engineer at today. Oh, I com- I agree with you completely, Fred. I really, really do. Um, I'd love to keep talking because. I love to talk about these subjects, especially now we're really getting into some interesting stuff, but I'd rather bring you back and let's talk again than to talk too much and, have our, and lose our audience. So I'm going to let you, though, have the last word, as I always let all my guests do. So what final uh, words or tips or advice do you have for our audience before we close out the episode? So just generally to also check with analog devices on the webpage for power management solutions because analog devices is not so well known in the power management field. Um, but we do have quite some interesting things that really help some designs. We focus on, on, on special applications or kind of niche applications, energy harvesting, in my opinion, being one of them, uh, with it just getting started. So um, just check out our webpage, um, give us a visit, and uh, I'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, please, the pleasure is mine. And I want to thank our audience for being with us today because without you all out there, we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing. So thank you. And thank you again, Fred, for being here. Thank you, Alex. Talk to you next time. Yes, sir. And this is Alex Paul for Paul Tom Power. Have a great day.